from the apocalypse the church is congregating this is state of the game welcome i am the lord michaels of free music empire you know uh <laughs> successful regardless i don't know what that what that would be but i think i'm it so uh <laughs> my co-host joins me every week he's as slick as steven seagal's hair in the 90s Okay, mm-hmm. Dick. Thank you for being here. And we have, you've heard of the Monsters of the Midway. We got the Beasts of the Bronx here today. <laughs> I am so excited. Oh, the, we have an MC and a producer. The MC, uh, so many quotables. Let me, let me try and get one. I'm going to say, uh, when you go out seeking revenge, make sure to dig two graves. Oh. Blue Azul. Peace, 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 man. What's going on? Thank you for being here. What's going on? And one of one of like everybody's favorite producer in terms of the underground. People just there's no bad words to be said about the about this gentleman. And I can't wait to kick my insane theory about his style that I have (laughs) researched. Okay. Uh, my Spanish Rand theory. Thank you for showing Spanish Rand. I'm, I'm glad to talk. Man, I appreciate that, man. Thank you for having us, man. This that's dope. Thank you. Hey, this has been this has been for like years coming, right? Like we had a Spanish Rand episode last. Yes, was sir. it last year? I feel like it was like two years ago. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. 2020, rep- I believe. Yeah, 2020. Rep- yeah, yeah, wow. I, I wanted to get you in on that. Yeah. Wow. See my yesterday, man. Dope yeah, episode, but- by the way. The very dope episode. I appreciate that. That's awesome. No, it was. Uh, it it's been great to watch everything grow. Uh, my first question for the two of you, because the two of you have forged a really interesting relationship, right? You have relationships with with everybody that that's different, Rand, and I think that's cool. Your relationship mm-hmm. with Tree Mason is different. Uh, you know, Aldo, all that stuff. By the way, Aldo terrifies K. Diggy, and rightfully so. Uh, I'm, I'm still terrified of Aldo from a mixtape he released in 2009 that I'll never wow. Um, wow. Man. But the Blue-Ran relationship, did that blow up with MF Blue? Am I imagining that? Was that a turning point? No. No, it blew up 20 years ago. 20 yeah. I knew, I knew, I knew that man was a problem when I first met him when we were kids. So that's so whatever happened afterwards. Yeah, there was already something that we both knew, but now pretty much majority of the world is gonna know or already know. You know, so mm-hmm. and we something. both met on music too. You know, so that's that's the beauty of the start of the friendship. You feel me? Like it was off music. Yeah, I mean that was just something that that. Me firsthand from the outside looking in, I already knew that he was going to be talented. Um, when we first started doing music, he 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 just had a niche behind him, 
um, everything, everything. He had the whole thing going on. And that, and, and when we were 16, you know, we thought we were dope. Obviously, when you're 16 compared to what you're doing now, you always know that, damn, I fucking sucked back then. But to me, <laughs> at that, but, but, but to me during that time, I thought he was the most illest rapper I ever heard. And um, I still hold that to this day, you know what I mean? Even now, 20 years later. So my thoughts has never changed. He has only got greater. You know what I mean? It's going to get better. So he was outside. We was outside, like really, really out there trying to show, you know, before the social media shit. So you, you would have to go to areas, you know, just to show yourself. So yeah, it was it was a lot more show face being outside. Back. We used to we used to set up battle raps outside, and and he would be the first one in line ready to go at anybody, anybody, mm -hmm. and everybody, and just pretty much tear their heads off. You know, obviously some pure hip hop shit, like. Like, yeah. Anybody, anybody who rap who thought they were dope, just go outside and let's see who's the dopest. You know, some purists outside in the park after school. You're dope. Bet you got to battle my man. You know, I was pretty much Don King a lot. You know, and yeah, 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 facts. Pretty much blue will get their money. You know, to like destroy them and take all their money. You know, so that's pretty much where we come from. You know. Mm -hmm. Did you did you battle rap as well, or were you just listening for? Who me? I used to battle rap, but you know, oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I used to battle rap. Yeah, well, I mean, come on, it comes with it comes with the territory, right? Like, like I, I, I didn't start making beats at all. I actually was that was he was, far, he was actually rapping, like yeah, he was I, thing, but he swayed more into the beat things. So he just went crazy there. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. producing was far, far, far from my thought. You know. Um, I was always trying to do something with music, um, producing. I mean, outside of producing, rapping, engineering, uh, uh, A&Ring, like I was doing something with music. Um, so, and then production was like pretty much the last piece of the puzzle. And I just learned, I just started watching people before me doing it, that was really good. And then I found my niche and Blue was one of the first people that believed in my in my niche. <laughs> and that's pretty much what, what took it off. And then we just started, progressing and started doing it even more and took it more serious and then from there we just was like fuck it like why, why we're holding all this music for it we need to start dropping and 2018 was pretty much like the mark of it like this is what we got to do fuck it we don't care what anybody thinks know we're dope as long as we know we're dope let's just keep on doing it and be consistent yeah, that's, had a lot of things in the chamber you know, we had so many songs i mean it's still now that people never heard that like yo these these songs are really really fire like even now hearing it now it doesn't sound dated at all it sounds beautiful like so that's why we knew we had something special you know yeah. Yeah. So when did when did you start recording songs together like what year recording songs together like 12 2012 right 2011 oh, wow. i mean no we i mean we um, go go further uh uh like 20 oh. Like 2006, but taking it seriously, oh, yeah. like yeah, 2014. Yo, bro, niggas made a niggas made an album on a cassette tape, bro. Like, like it was like oh, that's even longer. Yeah, it's before that. Of like that, yeah, we were still young then, but like it was crazy, bro. Niggas made a whole album on the fucking cassette tape. Had to yeah. use a headphones for a microphone. Like <laughs> we were, we were 16, we were 15, 16, no, 16, 17 years old, and, and Blue had the crib open, and um. I would cut school and I would just run to this crib and we'll grab instrumentals and we thought we were doing something. We really thought we were really going to make, get a deal out of it. Like, like we went to the house, put instrumentals on and started rapping on everything. Had side A, side B, name, album title, everything. Yo, intro, uh, fucking intro, intro, outro, interludes. Fucking skits, yo. Everything. Break. 
everything. And we really thought we were gonna get a deal out of that. Like for sure. Like, like this is gonna be out of here. Man, and that was that was 2001, 2002, but like really recording like in the studio, like it was like it was like a little like pieces like from 2004 every now and then to 2000 but for me personally my ear for 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 engineering as far as like the quality goes was always so picky so a lot of the engineers there was just dudes that just had studios but they didn't really know how to really mix and master the way i would hear it on pretty much as cliche as it sounds like the radio you know i'm like this just sounds like a fucking cave like like we're in a hallway uh, um so for me it was like i was very picky with that shit and um but you know like it's just a learning process and, and as time progressed and grew i built a studio in my own house after i found out that people were doing that in their own crib and um then we started really recording and then from there i went to, i went to school for engineering just because i felt like i needed it to learn not just record and had this shit sound rough you know i wanted to really like learn how to progress the sound so when I went to school, I built a studio, and then that's when we started really recording. So, like, yeah, 2009 to, like, 2015, we started really just testing the waters to see how this shit's going to sound, the quality, everything. Because the raps was always going to be good. The beats yeah. was always going to be good. It's just pretty much the quality and sonically how it's going to sound. That was always I'm, being... didn't know that it was going to be now. Now is supposed to be the time that we're supposed to be showing shit, you know? Like, it's just it was a timing, because even just thinking about it and looking back then, it wouldn't have made sense back then, you know? It makes yeah. sense, you know? So, like, yeah, what we got going now, this whole time period of things, is it's beautiful, you know? This was all all part of the plan. Yeah, it was, all it was all designed about to be that Word. way. Um, like, like, I guarantee the stuff that we did probably in 2013 probably would have been as good as the shit that we're doing now. And then yeah. everything happens for a reason. Everything exactly. happens for a reason. Yeah. But, yeah, we go way back, way back, like, from before, yeah, yeah for years. Oh. Yeah, no, it sounds like you got. Oh, god! I was gonna say it sounds like you guys got your ten thousand hours of practicing. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Not about that. No, it's without a doubt. We're for sure know what we what we want, how we're gonna do it. Um, there's really no word everything. There's really no thought process behind it. It wasn't like, are we sure? It's pretty much like this is gonna go. Let's just do it. it like you know, mm -hmm. um, and even the joints that we're unsure about later on makes sense like i right, we could use yeah. this yeah we got so much energy of, of good shit that even the unsure is like even though we're, we're thinking that way it's going to be a guarantee here regardless and we're just like oh yeah we knew but fuck you know <laughs> probably not for this project probably in the project yeah. later or probably two projects down yep yeah no there was there was a great snippet that i caught on your instagram blue of like of you just you know uh like living near Big Pun's house and like mm. knowing it was Big Pun's house and like the people who don't live in the Bronx talk to me about like the kind of insular nature of the Bronx and just knowing everybody, seeing everybody and how that affected you coming up. I mean, yeah, I, I had spoken before, you know, not that the Bronx is small, but I mean, I guess at that time when I was growing up, it did feel small because, you know, every, you would see everybody around, you know, that, and I spoke about this once before, but like, um, yeah, it's really local. You you can you can run into anybody any given time. I mean, of course, I know New York is like that in general, but we're talking about an earlier time, you know, in that kind of era, it, it, especially pre before social media and any of that. So like, the, so to see somebody was always like, oh, 
but with people like Pun and all them, you know, I mean, you would see them in neighborhoods so often that it it not that it, it didn't uh, surprise you anymore, but it was just like a normal thing, you know what I mean? And I think that was a comfort that was felt in that, knowing too that how fucking nasty they were at what they did, you know what I mean? These guys was incredibly nice. Um, freaking, I was I was saying, uh, yeah, triple, I had lived next door to Triple Safe, so like he was part of the terror squad there, yeah, and um, so you know, like I. He would go to like softball games with Fat Joe and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it was real. It was real personal, you know. And and just being a fan in general of the music and how nice they rap, and I wanted to be a rap. But at that time too, it just it just it fucking clenched. It, it you know it, yeah. it joined together. It felt proper. It felt right. You know. So yeah, man, it made a big impact. I ain't gonna lie. You know. That's awesome. Yeah, being able to see that as a pace setter and kind of move towards. It. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was, that's, that's fantastic. And it, the interesting thing is I was thinking about this today. Cause I love, I love blue moon. I, I think blue moon is fantastic. Um, Appreciate you. I, wow. I, it reminds me of, cause I've always said, if you want to understand blue and Spanish ran, you need to listen to gracias. That, mm. that is where you start. Mm-hmm. Uh, to me. And so True. Blue reminds me of that. It has such a perfect opening and ending. And it got me thinking, I was like, the Spanish Ram Collective has the best EPs of any collective that I know of. Wow. Thank, Thank you, man. Just in terms of four or five songs, no wasted space, killers, you know? Uh, wow. I, what, talk to me about designing that and about, like, there just aren't many long albums you guys release, right? Five songs here, four songs here, 11 songs, uh, you know, on MF Blue, 10 songs on uh, Once in a Blue. Like, it's, how do you feel about avoiding long albums? Like, is that a design? Yeah, no, we talked about that, you know, of course, because, you know, you're in a time now where people's attention span is just really, really, really low, you know? Yeah. Um, then get through a three minute song and this, you know, it's, it's a lot, you know? So it's, 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 it's I like well, me and Percy like to do things like straight to the point, but it still sounds amazing. You know? Yeah. We try, I try to, uh, as far as like sequencing the album, I don't want to make it seem like it's track one, track two, track three. Like, like this is track. I wanted to make it a, like pretty much like a score. Like if you're walking down to a movie scene uh -huh. and, it's pretty much one of those feels. Or if you're driving, you could just play it through without having to uh -huh. skip, skip the album and everything. Like, like I, I, I'm not really big on that. I like it to be a, a seamless flow album. Um, so that's pretty much how that, that comes with the design of it. So I, I, I can't imagine doing that for 13 songs or 14 songs because then it becomes a little long winded. And I mean, depending on this on on a certain project or the certain person too, right? Um, but. For me, I think 10 songs, 11 songs at that is probably like the perfect project enough that you could really listen to it, live with it, and pretty much play it back, you know, rather than 15, 16 songs and be like, fuck, I got to go through 16, another 16 songs. And, you know, I mean, it could be a little like too much, you know, um, right. especially nowadays, you know. Um, so, yeah, 10, 10 songs is pretty much the max that we like to go to, um, go with it. 11, yeah. probably the most, but yeah. yeah. 
be like 20 songs like y'all be forgetting bro like yo that shit used to be like wild <laughs> songs you know what i mean like oh yeah I mean, what song what album has 20 songs but the buster rhymes album was like 20 signed songs right like yeah. it was just it, it was like jesus christ like i can't you're both, you're both in luck as we stand here today uh the game is about to release a 30 song album with Jeez, an m right. diss on it and i think that's coming out in a few days so Oh, I can't but wait. Oh, wow. <laughs> I can't wait. Oh, man. Didn't he retire? I thought he retired like two years ago, didn't he? Hey, oh, he retired? Oh, Come on. Oh, <laughs> it's like I mean, thing. yo, we need a 30 song album, bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, Fuck that. Or, 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 or that, that, all right, that's a pet peeve of mine. 30 song albums and, and, and uh, uh, a person who drops a project every week. Or every month, Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. I gotta, I gotta live with. The, I mean, listen, depending on the like, if it's one artist, you shouldn't be dropping a project every month. You should hold that in the stash and break it out separate. You know, separate the project a couple months, six months. Give it time to live. You know, not every month. Every month is too much. You, and you and the fun- that's like the equivalent of just keeping dunking somebody's head in the water, bro. You just. <laughs> <laughs> the funny part about i just wanted to follow okay before you go the funny yeah. part about that ran is nobody rolls out albums anymore so they're, they're all surprise drops right so they're surprise <laughs> dropping new albums every week to, to people who don't know it's coming uh and they're just kind of it's data dumps at some point it's very odd crazy. I, I have a question. Oh, yeah. sorry. No, 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 no. Do your thing. I was gonna say, like, of of the songs that you've created, what percentage do you think is, are still in the vault? If you had to give it a number, probably like hundred, hundred. Yeah, we have. With Blue Alone, was probably like at least hundred songs. Okay. That's oh, see. So how many? Like the of the songs you've created, like what percentage? Oh, they haven't. Probably like seventy five percent of music uh, that's got in the hard drive that from different individuals from from Blue to Aldo to Tree Mason and it has to be like at least seventy five percent of songs that haven't hit the time of day even even um going off tangent like the album I just dropped on um, Long Way to Reach Heaven a lot of those songs is probably like a year old that I had in the hard drive and probably three or four was brand new so it's pretty much one of those things of like. Making sure, making sure that that everything sounds cohesive and it makes sense and not sound dated. Um, that's that's always been my main thing. But majority of like Blue alone is like we have a have like we at least have like a hundred songs in my hard drive that hasn't seen the time of day and probably gonna probably go go back to it and be like, yo, let's let's chop an EP <laughs> and it'll be a song from like 2015 that makes sense, you know? Sound like 2023 to somebody, you know? Like yeah. oh, it's- actually, uh, um. MF Blue. Um, there's there's a few songs on MF Blue that's from 2015, 2016, before we yep. dropped in 2020. Um, a lot of the two song um tracks. Um, there's like two different beats. Um, those are a lot of songs. Victor Creed. No, yeah, I think it's Victor Creed. Yeah, Victor Creed. Victor Creed is yep. awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and PBS. Actually, yeah, PBS. The PBS one. Yeah, is awesome. yes, yeah. Uh, but um. 
but majority of the beats wasn't even beat like a per, uh, uh, wasn't even like structured as a beat. It was just like like random loops, and he managed to f- catch a flow on them and just started rapping on them. So a lot of them beats wasn't even meant to be rapped on, uh, um, but he managed to find a flow and rap on it. Like he's one of those like yeah. rappers. I love that. Bar. The yeah. weirder the bro, you know. Like <laughs> there was like three or four beats on there that. It wasn't even supposed to rap on. He was like, "I got a flow for it," and I was like, "That actually sounds pretty fucking good." But there's, <laughs> but there's no, there's no like one, two, three, four, no, like no structure on the beat. It's just random, random noise coming from different areas, and he just managed to find a flow, and made it sound dope. So yeah, it, that's how crazy it was with that. So every time I hear those songs, I'm like, I can't believe that he rapped yeah. on beats, but it's, it came out dope, you know. That's awesome. Yeah, man. No, it's it's great. I think uh, it's interesting because I was going to ask, Brand. It's it it feels like it's not easy for an outsider to get a beat from you. Like (laughs) you are. I've seen your name very few places that is not your crew. Uh, It has to be particular. Um. Yeah, I'm very. I'm very particular with who, who I, I mean, not to sound like that either, because I've messed with, I, I mess, musically, I mess with a lot of dudes that's doing their thing. It's just, I'm a personal guy. Like, I like to, I like to be in the room with the artists. I don't like sending shit through email. I like to create with the artists. I like to mix the song. I don't like to send my stuff out and the mix sounds horrible or I don't even like the song. There's no direction to the song. It's like, at the end of the day, it's your baby. You know, I saw I treat my... That's how I treat my music. I don't want it to just go into random hands and somebody just texting it up. And I don't really agree with what the song is or how it's mixed down sonically, you know? Um, so I'm very picky. I'm very picky on that. Plus, I'm a personal guy. Like, like if I could link, like, like if we have a good chemistry or good connection, that that's with the music. Um, but if your energy is a little off when I meet you, then it's not really, uh, music is secondary to me. I'd rather... I'd rather the long term rather than just like a one song, a one off on a song. I'd rather build a relationship that we can actually grow from the music. You know, um, that's why majority of the times if I do something with somebody outside my crew, there's already dialogue there from 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 conversation or just them pulling up to my lab, or pulling up to the lab that we work at. Um, they come to us, not we don't come to people. You know, that's how I like to look at it. Um, mm-hmm. Very RZA aspect of it you know like i like i like yeah. to treat, i like to treat like the rizza how, how rizza does it you know like uh, any guy outside you, you come to us you know we're not trying to work with you you want to work with us not to sound like that either because i mess with a lot of dudes but it's one of those things of like if you if we could build as as human beings and we both so happen to be dope at what we do that that would make sense with the music is the music is going to grow oh. the energy is going to come in yeah, no, I, I didn't even realize this about Rand until I saw your name smack in the middle of a really important Ty Ferris album. And oh, I was yeah. like, oh, shit. It's <laughs> not easy to grab a Rand beat. Like, that's cool. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, and, even, and even with Ty Ferris, that was like a conversation that we had. We talked, we built, we met in person. Um, He told me what he... we Actually, when I made that beat for him, we, I was on the phone with him. I'm like, I just made this right now. Let me know what you think. He was like, yo, cool, send it. Send it. He was like, yo, I'm about to lay over. It was just like if he was in front of me. 
So mm-hmm. that's pretty much as close as it's gonna get with that. Even with Mav, when I did an album with Mav, um, he's in Rochester. Obviously, I'm in the Bronx. So right. with that, yeah. it's pretty much um, we will talk on the phone every day, every day, every day. How we're gonna how we're gonna break down this album? How we're gonna separate ourselves from everybody else? So it's pretty much like if he was in front of me, like we we're creating an album. It wasn't just the artist having all my beats and he doing whatever he wants with it. I still had a, I was I mixed and mastered the album too, so it's like I still had my say with it with the artist, you know, rather than just emailing and then it going to God knows what, you know. Um, so for me, it's personal. I like the dialogue, build, and, and from there it will just transfer from the music afterwards, and that's pretty much what it is. And w- when you when you at Blue are creating uh, an album. What is like your your process together, like collaboratively? How do you guys collaborate, and how has that process, you say, would you say, evolved over over the decades now that you you guys have known each other? Um, I would say I would say that like now, as like we've been structuring, you know, album wise, it's just like yo, all right, album mode, boom, gonna send you a bunch of beats, <laughs> yo, you so, go crazy, and then ran a, it's like giving ran a fucking broken puzzle and then he's just like all right cool let me just uh shuffle through here and figure it out you know rest from there but it's like, like <laughs> it, it still all makes sense though because again we we still had some sort of theme in a way to the album before we we made the puzzle happen you know mm-hmm. it's like when the think- dinosaur puzzle before you make the puzzle you know what i mean yeah. Yeah, I think I think the way we start off is by the title first. We go with the title and then we work around the title. So if we're gonna yeah. do if we're gonna do Blue Moon, we're gonna we're gonna figure out how we're gonna go around that title or what makes sense for that title or what sounds like that sonically, how is it gonna make sense with just hearing that title? Yeah. Um, so, so every every album that we do, we go by the title and then we pretty much structure that for from what the title is. Um but he knows what he has to do. I know what I have to do. It's kind of like just punching in on the clock and just doing what you do and then give me the rest and then we'll figure it out if it makes sense. Yeah. Or not. Um, no, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. And it's not really, I'm going to keep, I'm going to be honest with you. There's really no thought process behind it. We just, you do, here, here you go. Come back, <laughs> come back, come back to me when you're done. And then we will hear it together and dope song, dope song. Let's do it. Let's, let's finish this shit up. Like now, now we're actually challenging ourselves. Like I gave him a couple, I gave him a couple of beats recently. I'm like, give me two weeks of that. Like two weeks, I need I need all them songs back so we can be finished. Just steel chop and steel, you know. It's it's one of those now. Like we're bored enough to be like, yo, let's do an album in two weeks. I'm gonna give you all these shits to see how fast you write. And well, and it's and it, and that's it's it's not it's not surprising to me because I would say. We've talked to a lot of really, really talented people. And what happens a lot of times is you've done this for so long, right? It's making puzzles, like you said, organizing thoughts versus songs. You've done this for so long that without trying to, you naturally organize it. So you don't have to worry about what is this theme or flushing it out because if you just let yourself be free, your subconscious will, will put it together because exactly. that's you've taught yourself that over the years. I mean, I mean, even with, with certain lines that he says and he pauses for a little minute, that's like an open space. I already know what he wants me to do. 
while even him while him necessarily telling me like your rant echo this out or echo this in like i already know it's like it's so we're so in sync without even yeah. being in the same room that if he does something i already know what he want me to do or i already right. know what to put in before he even tells me and he be like yo i was just thinking about that you know or i was going to tell you that it's to the point that we don't even need to tell each other anything anymore so you'll do what you do and that's it and then we'll we'll figure it out later on even yo, with that, hook even with hook yeah to work with other producers, I ain't gonna hold you, man. That's why I'm selected too, because it's like, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm just gonna say, like, I'm like spoiled in a way. You feel me? Like, it's, I have right. those ready, so you know what I mean. It's like, that's it. I, you know, he's got it. I don't gotta say much. Other dudes, I gotta be like, ah, oh, you didn't add this, you didn't put that, you know, like, but it's like, it's like fucking Derek Jeter and Paul Neal, you know, like fucking, <laughs> <laughs> like, no. it's like, it's like, I mean, like, any famous duel you know out there. <laughs> Pretty much that, like fucking with, with that, you know. Um, like we know what we want, we know what we're gonna do it, what how to do it, and that's pretty yeah. much it. Um, and then whatever secondary, whatever extra thought process, I mean, whatever we have in mind of like a hook, because no, most of the time we don't have hooks, and then we'll make a hook out of a piece of a verse that he has, and then now boom, that's the song, like Fonto, like in the new album. Yep. Yep. Fonto, right? Favorite song on the new, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so so Fonso that that wasn't a hook. That was a part of the verse, and the crazy part I was like, "Yo, that sound like a hook." Keep mm -hmm. on saying that, and it just became that. And it's one of those like you know, like whatever makes sense, you know. And we just go go with the flow. We don't really overthink shit. Yeah, exactly. Like we we know how to like help pause, fill each other's pieces, and you know what I mean. Like yeah, yeah. I already know, like <clears throat> like he just explained. You know, if if for some reason, I can't think of a hook. I already know. All right, Rand's probably gonna have probably a hook for it anyway. You know what I mean? Like it's already in, indebted in there already. So, and let's just say necessary. If we both stumbled on a hook, it's a DJ. We find a DJ to scratch some <laughs> shit. You know, like that'll be the that'll be the one right there. If you hear a DJ, just know we we couldn't think of a hook worth a shit. When you when you said when you said what you said right about like about blue like holding his voice and letting letting like kind of signifying like you do what you do here uh i thought of laveau like i just thought of like the way he says that hook on laveau uh, it's it, am i right is that something where he sent you that vocal and you were like i know what you're doing let's, let's oh yeah well, yeah i mean he he recorded that and, and... I just knew. I mean, one. He, I mean, he he said it a couple of times. He, he. I mean, he was very pissed that day. <laughs> so he. But every bar he was saying, I was getting when I was hearing him rapping. I was getting more more hype because I was like, holy shit! Like he's going like you know just the energy thing. Like like he's getting yeah. me hype. Like kind of like like the this is the first time I'm hearing it. So as a fan, I could imagine somebody else hearing it. So in the hook part, I don't know if you noticed that I'm, you hear somebody yelling like. Woo! That was me. So like, <laughs> yeah. Because, because after after whatever he was saying, it got me so hype. I was like, record me. I'm gonna just yell or just do a like chant. So people yeah. feel it also because I felt it that day. And um, but yeah, man. Uh, um, yeah, definitely. He definitely channeled what he had to do. I was there when he did it, and I was hype. So yeah, I mean, I just knew what he what, what he wanted me to do. I already knew, and that's pretty much what it came out to be. One of my favorite songs too. 
Yeah, man. Same. I think I feel like we should spend a little bit of time, like Ran, K Diggy, and me just talking about blue in front of blue. Uh, yeah, right. So you guys, I'll be over here in the corner. Like, (laughs) (laughs) Like, what is like blue? Blue is such a unique MC because yes, he can like you know threaten to scoop your eyeballs out when you're fucking with him, but also (laughs) like open himself up in a way. Like there was a song I can't remember which one was, but you kind of paused in the middle of the song and in the middle of talking about how your relationships had been and said, I need to work on that in myself. Like in the middle yeah. of the fucking verse, I was like, this, I love being a blue fan. You just never know what the fuck is going to happen. <laughs> Yo, bro, you know what it is? I have no fucking ego, bro. I don't have an ego. You know what I mean? There's, there's no ego here. That shit is maybe the shrooms took it away or as, I don't know, something. <laughs> bro, I don't, I don't have that. You know what I mean? And, and when when you don't feel that way, your confidence levels it, it glows. You know what I mean? But like not in an arrogant way. You know, it's just like, oh, bro, he, I want to know what the fuck he's on. Why is he so like? You know what I'm saying? Like positive vibe. You know? So like, yeah, that, that helps, bro. He's just himself. He's just himself. There's no there's no rapper. I mean, he could rap his ass off, but he's really himself in his raps. Yeah. Um, it's like if you see him, you pretty much be like, oh, I feel like I know him through his music. Like it's one of those. It's not one of those like uh. It's, you get that off rip. He's just not, he's nothing to how he's being himself. And, and we, we ain't nothing wrong. It's great to be yourself. A lot of these rappers can't be themselves. Right. And you can kind of see that from in person. But with him, it's yeah. he's what you get, you know? Exactly, bro. And anyone who he's speaking always could contend to that, bro. You know, so it's always the same, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And hey, I, I mean, you, I think. You know, if I get mad, I might come out, though. I don't know, you know, like, you know, of course, yeah. you know? <laughs> Get mad. <laughs> We're all human. <laughs> hey, what did you notice from deep diving with the with the world of Blue and Azula about Blue and the way the the style? Yeah, I, I what I would say is I, I like the musical chemistry between you two. Like, it's actually like it's like when I the more I think about it, it's actually like really profound in a way because I think you're like Rand's music it, because it's so warm, it gives Azul like a space to be, to just like I guess, breathe in a lot of ways. Like his personality can breathe. Like he doesn't have to like. There's a lot of space in in the beat, and in the uh, I don't know if this is making sense. The emotionality of the beat that just allows him to be natural and breathe. So right. that's why some, like you can get very like quick turns of emotion. Like one verse, he can be very like hard and be very like uh, cutting, I guess. And then the next, there could be a lot of warmth to a lyric, you know what I mean? And it all makes, it all makes sense. Yeah, I, that, that's, what, that's what helps and why it helps with why me and Ram pair well, because like it always depends on the beat he'll give me. Because, you know, the beat is energy and that, that shit just it depends on the emotion of the beat, you know, and I could, I could feel that shit right away, you know, like so wherever it takes me there on that level, you know, then that's that's whatever's going to be spoken about. Plus, like, we, we talk every day, so I know what he's going through, like or whatever he wants, whatever he needs to talk about. So 
for me being a producer, I go around whatever emotion he's going through. It's, it's like actor director, you know. I need this. Yeah. I'm, if you're feeling this, I need you to put this part into this song. So that's pretty much what it is. So whatever he tells me, I go try to find something within that conversation that we had and paint that, paint that picture. I'm gonna give you the canvas. Now you paint the picture of what mm -hmm. that conversation that we had a couple of days ago. So that, that's the beauty of it. But then again, too, we're different. I mean, that's my friend, you know, that's my brother. So it's, yeah. like, it's not like I just met this guy and like, yeah, tell me your emotions. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a level of trust. I, you, yeah. you can definitely hear the trust. Yeah, or or even if he, if we're both uh, like, smoke. I mean, honestly, if he's not sure about certain things, I might not trust. Like, trust me. And then yeah. later on, he'd be like, "Holy fuck! Like, I didn't think that song was gonna be the one." And I'm like, you know, yeah. like, it's like there's a sense of trust that we both have for each other, you know. And, and um, if I think it's trash, obviously we're gonna, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I don't know, you know. I don't even think I ever said anything I I didn't like. It's probably like little lines here and there. Can you change this line here and there? But besides that, it's just pretty much your bro. Do what you do, you know. I don't really filter nobody, you know, like unless it's a little too much too much you know like i'm like all right this is probably gonna go a lot of people over a lot of people's heads so let's just dump yeah, it exactly. try to like try to get too woke man you know but oh <laughs> and frustrating of course letting it out on music is the best way to let out frustration so it's hard bro it's hard not to do that there's a lot of ignorant people in the world though so i don't want people to just be like what the fuck is he talking about bro you know <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I simmer down a little bit. Let me let me let me ease it in a little, bro. I put then, the loop on. <laughs> you know? But then again, it's rare too that that anybody dumbs it down because, like I said, like we there's no filter. Do what you do, vent out. Um, you already like I said, you already know what you have to do. I know what I have to do. And the day mm -hmm. I the day we don't know what we have to do, then we're gonna have to just sit down and figure it out. <laughs> like like, but other than that. Out. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's never like a a stumped, you know. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, no. The, the when you ran when you were talking about actor director relationship, I thought of the story, uh, like so Sergio Fellini, the you know Italian director, was known for not giving actors the full script, uh, and and like keeping people in the dark, and so he would be like, "I need you to walk this hallway," and people would be like. Well, What's my motivation? What's my character thinking? And he'd be like, look, I can't give you that. Just walk the hallway, right? And they couldn't do it. But this Marcello Mastroianni uh, is in most of the uh, Fellini movies. And he could just give him no information to be like, walk the hall. And he'd walk the hall, smoke a cigarette, get it. Perfect take. Like that. So that's an interesting, it just made me think of that relationship where you wow. can like, Blue can hmm. walk that hall and just do it, you know. Yeah, Absolutely, I mean, that's pretty much what it is. Like, and they, I, they, no, I, I'll, say, I'll give you eleven different ways too of how I walk that hallway. Like, one hundred percent. Like, cause there'd there be certain beats that I will give it to him, thinking that he's gonna come with a certain flow, and it'll be a totally something I had no in mind. No, like, like he just said, he's going to give me some, something way different than what I thought. And then I'm like, I didn't think about that, but it goes. And mm -hmm. that's what we're going to do. Let's do it. You know, I ain't holding back. Let's just knock it out. You know, if it sounds good, let's go. I'm 100% with it. Um, 
that's a good that's a good example because that's what he, exactly what he does. Um, yeah, usually, yeah. That's eleven different ways to walk in in the hallway. There you go. So, Kay, I think we are. Unless you you have another other, I was gonna go right into my Spanish rand theory and go then ahead. break it down. Okay, all right, and you're gonna love this, Kay. Spanish <laughs> rand production is is modal hip hop. It, it like modal jazz. It's modal hip hop, right? Mm. Uh, I was I was thinking about a jazz comparison. I was listening to a lot of Bill Evans. Bill Evans, yep. And Spanish Rand makes sense to me that modal jazz characteristics, sparse chord changes where a single chord can last many bars, no strict written out progression, uh, pedal points and drones, quartal chords to avoid accidentally sounding tonal. So there was a description of kind of blue. Uh, oh my uh, gosh. And it said, in favor of sim, sorry, abandoned. Let me see. Represented in intersection of these influences, further expression of the cool style that Miles explored for much of his career. It abandoned the virtuosic, densely corded branch of fifties jazz that led to giant steps and countdown. In favor of simplicity and harmonic space. Wow. You, you know that. Um, wow. <laughs> <laughs> when you say that, it makes sense oh. to me. It's funny because when I was listening to it, that like so songs, I I was thinking like like emotion. I like I settled on the word emotionality to describe the beat, but I was going to use the word sensual. Mm-hmm. I was like, nah, that's kind of weird. But then, like when I think of like a blue and green, like a Bill Evans on uh, kind of blue, that's yep. a very sensual album well yeah i'm sorry central song it was described as like like a scale versus a horizontal sound right the Mm -hmm. the the 50 sounds was like you know a lot of notes in the same place together so in hip-hop this would be like the trap hi-hats right right yeah whereas uh a spanish ram beat will slide up and down a scale like and at, at a slower pace than a lot of those faster uh songs. yeah does that mm. make sense yeah yeah <laughs> that, uh, yeah you got more into detail than not there but thought about it <laughs> yo it's funny because you said bill evans and I, I googled him right i heard the name plenty of times ironically his birthday is not that far from mine's which is crazy so it's probably just a leo thing i don't know yep wow. yeah. It has to be. Yeah, August 16th. Wow, I'm August 18th. That's crazy. Oh, wow. It's so next week, awesome. man. Happy, happy pre-birthday. Happy Thank birthday. You. No, the, yeah. And it's fair to say I overthink this stuff. That that's fair to say. <laughs> that's uh, great. That's, that's beautiful. beautiful. All within there you go. That's beautiful. That's amazing. It came out very like poetic, actually. Like I'm listening yeah. to it, like, wow, who is this guy? <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah, but there's like that, and it was, yeah, it's just a difference because if you think of like kind of blue, he let the sounds breathe, right? Like yeah. Miles knew he wasn't the best, like the fastest or most complicated trumpeter in jazz, but he knew if he hits it and holds it and organizes it, it's not going to sound like anybody else's shit at all. Right. 
efficient. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I, I will say, yeah, there's a le- there's a level of warmthness and sensuality to your to your beats. I think it, it I mean, it it plays really well. Yeah, with with Azul. I mean, I mean, my main my main focus has always been the mixing on, on the production. Um, so I always listen to other producers before me or how they how they get their beats mixed because that's a big thing. Like you know, um, so from how they mix the drums or sometimes some producers like to overly produce and add they make sure their drums hit more harder than usual to the point that you can't really hear the rapper. For me, I wanted to balance it out. So I always listen to like obviously like Alchemist is a perfect example of how I like how he has his instruments already mixed down and perfected to the point that it's, it's, it's clear, but it still gives you that warmth and, and grimy feel. But at the same time, I go with the Jay Dillas and the Malibs. So I like to blend both of those sounds mm-hmm. and structure to what I do and add my niche to it because obviously. I mean, we're in an age now that, I mean, obviously with, with traditional hip hop, I like to call it traditional. I don't like to say boom bap, but yeah. like traditional hip hop and, and modern hip hop right now, um, you got these producers that they got the, the same type of drums, like, like you know, like the regular boom, like boom bapish type of sound and a grimy piano. And that'll be like, all right, they're dope. For me, I like to add a little niche and pieces of, different even the way i chop my samples i like to throw a sample here and there that you didn't expect kind of like play around with the sound and add the verses in between the sample or what i'm doing that's why blues a lot is very good with that because he'll he'll structure his verse into a sample that wherever sample that wherever the sample says he manages to go along with it like if he's having a conversation with the sample and that's what separates even with him like his style um, but I, I like to like throw missing pieces in my in my samples and, and, and my chops to the point that it's not unpredictable. And at the same time, I like to add my little warmth and, and texture behind it. And the fact that you calling it the way it is is a, is a compliment because I really focus on that a lot. Yeah, yeah, mm. yeah. This beat ain't boring, bro. You know what I mean? You know, is there like you're there with popcorn? Oh, something new just happened. Like, oh shit, you know what I mean? Like, it, it, you're always yeah, gonna yeah. and tune into something new in the course of the of the whole play, you know, which is so dope, you know. And, I, and I, no, go ahead, when boo. when I'm ping ponging off that is great for me because that puts me in a different set of emotion when I'm just randomly listening to it, you know. So like, when uh, I hear that, puts the effect I, I'm knock, doing. Yeah, like knockout Ned, right? That was a beat that that was bugged out. Like if you hear it by itself, it's beautiful, but it's bugged out. Like he's like, how is somebody gonna rap on this? And um, he managed to do it. You know, or that's my favorite one, mine personally. Awesome. I mean it, and I think that warmth that you talk about, Kay, some of that like we have to we have to keep it real. Like the like boo like traditional hip hop has Latin sounds in it that have been in it and i there's a lot of the a lot of the warmth that i think you're hearing is if they feel like like fanya horn sections um mm-hmm. and points or like you know I, I i just got i have a real connection to this that music when i was in when i was in the army my best friend was jose he took me to this salsa club in korea 
uh, where everybody wow. was. Wow. And I fucking hated it, hated the music, oh. hated it all. <laughs> but then I got home and I, I started digging into this old stuff and listening to Jorge Ben and like just all these different sounds. Uh, yeah, Laveau, you know, all that. And I was like, oh shit. And like now, and I can hear some of the, the warmth of that era in in these beats am i is that am i making that up or is that real yo you you, you want to know how much of a, a, a madman that guy is right there that that whole beat it, uh nothing spanish about the sample he didn't even get it from anything spanish at all That's and awesome. managed to to create wow. that frankenstein Ooh. that it was that was a jazz record this is all jazz all jazz but right. managed to make it sound like a salsa record yeah that's all jazz. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's incredible. But that that's like, so this this music has like a salsa heart hidden within it. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah. pretty dope. It's about, to, it's about to come out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, yeah Labo is all is all uh, jazz and just pretty much managed to sound the way it's supposed to sound. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Wow. Good nuts. Yeah, that's man. incredible so it's it's yeah I'm, I'm i'm glad that there are people that swear by uh the music and it's you know I, the the other thing that we have to talk about is the curation of these projects right i have never seen a spanish ran project with a bad album cover never seen it, <laughs> it the, the, the album covers are fabulous um the sounds are beautiful. Talk to me about putting the time in to make all the details right. Like how 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 does that work? Um. Well, it starts off with my with my brother Dwayne Plains. Man, Dwayne Plains is one of the most incredible artists. Not just rap cover artist, like an actual artist. Like he can paint, yeah. anything, he can draw anything. Um, incredible. So he's one of those dudes that if you have something in your mind, like I, I see this, I see that, he's going to paint it the way you have it in your mind. So if you see the cover of uh, Once in the Blue, that was everything that pretty much was already in thought process in the mind that he just yep. managed to put it out. Every album, every album. The, the, um, the Emmett Blue one is pretty much the stamp of uh, like, oh, this guy could do everything. Right. Yeah, absolutely. He could do anything. And I mean, I already knew he could do anything, but he could do everything. Like, if he could draw me in blue fucking fighting, doing, uh, going to Civil War, if you wanted to, to make it look like acrylic, he would do that. <laughs> so, like, has it, if he wants us to look like the 16th Chapel, he can do it. Oh, um, no. that's the, that's, that could be an idea. I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But he, he's one of those guys. Whatever is in your mind, anything crazy that you had in, uh, as a thought process, he could make it the way you thought, and he can do. And he's in, he's just incredible. He's incredible. Yeah. So it's, it starts off with the idea, and then we bring it to the to the to the artist. And he he takes a couple of days. He'll figure it out, and then he'll add his little niches here and there. But majority of the time, whatever's in the thought process, he'll present it to us probably like in two or three days. He's and yeah. So I'm looking for the cover for the new album. What was Kind of walk us through what was the inspiration for that cover? I mean, you can see the Abbey Road vibes. Yes, yeah. I mean, a little mixture of that, just yeah, a mixture of, of Bronx, New York, would have just 
uh, just a whole a, a whole a whole mixture of fixer of that. You know what I mean? Like we yeah. try to give it kind of like a wholesome vibe, but like like this album was personal, you know. So yeah, yeah, definitely personal. Um, yeah, just walking walking my dogs. Um, yeah, pretty much like every day walking in the Bronx, going through life. If you hear the album, it's pretty much you'll feel the emotion. Um, yeah. Yeah, it was definitely a personal. It's probably the most personal album I ever worked on with Blue. Um, because during the time of stuff, stuff that we were going through personally. Um, but so every time I hear that album, it hits me a little more different. So so even with the cover, the cover hits different because you know from from the personal aspect of it. Um mm-hmm. but yeah, um, yeah, but Abby Rowe gave me the gave the inspiration behind it. Like you see the Beatles just walking in the street. And to, I mean, for me personally, I always looked at that cover as just being iconic, but it was just so simple, but so beautiful at the same time. But I wanted it, I mean, I, I, I told Dwayne to, if he could put that picture to life, gave him a little details and blew out of his, his nicks to, to the artwork as well. And that's pretty much what it was, you know? If, if you do, if you guys do, the Sistine Chapel album cover. It has to be a group project, the whole unit with everybody oh, man, in the epic. picture, right? Oh, it would be awesome. That would be funny. I gotta look at the Sistine Chapel. Might have to put like a pause on the other yeah, side. Yeah, the whole deal would be great. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. so <laughs> yep. No, it's uh, be, uh it, it, it's yeah, it is fantastic, and it is like it's reassuring, uh, because you if you buy if you go to SpanishRan.com and you buy the whatever new project is out but not on streaming, you don't get burned. You feel good every time. Yeah, you don't. Yo, I I was just telling him that man. I I compare that shit to like to like going to see Marvel. You know what I mean? You're gonna go to the theater to go watch it, right? But like the reason you do that is so you don't get spoiled. You know what I mean? You don't want to hear this and that. It's gonna come out of Disney Plus. I get it. I get it. Is you know what I mean? But you gotta wait. You know what I mean? And by then, everybody already knows what's going on. You know? Absolutely. So you're you're better off just going to the theater, bro. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, yeah, get the experience. Get the experience firsthand. You know? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Experience firsthand. You know what I mean? You're already ahead of the curve. Everybody, y'all, y'all late. You know? Yeah. Awesome. No, it's uh, that's the uh, K. Do you have any other questions, or we can move into recommendation corner? No, man. I, I I just you know I just applaud you guys. You know, just this interview. I can see you guys' chemistry, and I can see that you guys, you know, trust and care for each other. And you know, that's really that's really reflective in the music. Before I even met you guys, you know, I could you could I could sense that in the music. Uh, Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Yeah, Woo. It's great. So recommendation corner, I just added, like, I, I have a running Google Doc, K of my favorite rappers of all time. I built this list to an obscene amount. It's only 116 now. I just built it to 116. Uh, and I just added a bunch of people. Uh, but, like, we, somebody in this, in this chat I was in was talking about Willie the Kid. And I was like, hell yeah. Mm. recommended the fly too which is great like willie the kid so consistent so good um Mm. 
that counts for something. I mean, some some people like the ups and downs of like last album was terrible and this one's great. I don't like that. Um, I I I really like consistency and appreciate it. Um, and Willie the Kid is great. Uh, the other one yeah. that that doesn't come up in these lists a lot is Evidence. Evidence as an all time like he's a artist. great producer. He's a great producer. Yes, he did a, great. He, he just did an album with Damo Genesis that was really good. Oh, really I love good. it. Yeah. But I was just Weather or Not from 2018, which is incredible. Uh, Alchemist Beats on there. Evidence is such a great organizer of himself. Yeah. Uh, and I was talking about that with people as like, when you talk about the best rappers of all time, and you're like, it's just bars, you're like, not for me. Yeah, it's not. It's organizing yourself for me as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could talk about um, there's a lot of great rappers. I mean, I always look at Jada Kiss as one of the one of the greatest rappers of all time, right? But for me, his albums don't really necessarily cut it for me. Um, I'm more of a Styles P fan when it comes to albums. Um, yep. For, for him, um, so yeah, it could vary. You could be a great rapper, but but it's like you said, it's a total package behind that. Um, the albums, the art, even the artwork. You gotta make sure your artwork is there. Um, yeah. The production is there, of course. Um, the sonics has to sound right. Everything goes inside with just outside just the lyrics. The, obviously, the lyrics plays a, a most important role, but it all for me personally, I think it all starts with the artwork. Especially if you're a brand new artist, if you're a brand new artist, you want to give them an artwork that you can always be like, "What the hell is this?" Then it draws people, it draws people into the music, and then the first thing that people catch on is is the is the production. After the production, the lyrics is the the cherry on top nowadays. You know. Um, yeah. Some people is is the is the hook, but for me it's the lyrics. The lyrics is the is the all right. The production is dope. The artwork is dope. Let's see what he has to say or she has to say. And if it's very dope, now you got a new fan, depending on the person. Yeah. Um, but that's how I like to look at it, you know. Um, so yeah, um, there's a lot of rappers that's really dope out there, but their albums fucking suck. You know, I, I'm, I'm I'm content with their sixteens actually. I rather have them as a feature than then. Then listen to the whole album, you know. I mean, no, it's that's a real issue. Do they can't do both of them? You know what I mean? There's some people that just can't balance both. It's either you get one or the other from them, you know. Um, and diehard cannabis fan. I'm a diehard cannabis fan. I grew up on cannabis. Hate his albums. Well, that's that's a great thing to talk about. Thank you for segueing, Spanish Red. I mm. since since we missed uh, State of the Game last week, I opened it up to my subscribers and said. Hit me up whatever album you think I should review. Not mm. forgotten. Recommended Rip the Jacker by Cannabis, mm -hmm. uh, which is produced entirely by Stoop of uh, Jedi Mind Tricks. Wow. And that's a fun album. It's, it's, oh, wow. It's, Shit. It's I just said the guy's album sucking. <laughs> well, no, I got to go back to this shit. Learned, I mean, we learned something new every you day. Weren't, right. You weren't wrong. Like, you about the to first, rip them. I got to go back. <laughs> but no, the first yeah, album. I was about to destroy them, right? <laughs> no, but you're right. You, like, the first album is, I, I for some reason, just blame Wyclef. Uh, oh, yeah. That's oh, yeah. The production yeah. is just hollow. It's tinny. It's awful. It's it's, it's shallow. Uh, there's nothing there. And Stoop is this. This album's from like '04 or something. Stoop gave it a lot of flavor. There's a lot of interesting flavors in those beats. 
Yeah, uh, I never heard. Real good. I got, I got to hear it. Because you know, of course, I, I, now I'm not a big fan of now cannabis. You know what I mean? Like it just it don't sound the same, man. You know, it just. Yep. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no, and I've I have I opened my review by saying like I I disagree with cannabis on an artistic level. Like my, yeah. my favorite writers are finding concision. They're they're finding ways to elaborate complicated things in simple ways, right? Mm. Cannabis is always finding ways to like say like wildly dense, insane referential things as complicated as he can so he confuses the audience. Yes. I just disagree with him on it. Uh, but it doesn't mean he isn't valuable. And I appreciated uh, diving into that, being a, not a cannabis person. So that was oh, cool. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of rappers like that. I mean, I could say Cassidy's a good rapper, but I never really tapped into his albums. It's mm. um, fair. Who, who else? Well, it's a lot. It's a lot. I mean, respectfully, uh, uh, Inspector Deck, one of the greatest rappers of all time. Yep. But his albums never really hit. Yep. You know, I mean, I, but then again, too, in his defense, the album that was supposed to hit ended up getting caught in the flood. Ooh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. Like, it's different it, things. Yeah. It, it changes a lot of things, you know? So I give him, I, I can't say I give him a pass. It's just how the world worked, you know? Um, oh. But the album that I was supposed to make him was end up in the flood. But to me, the album that he dropped as a debut, it didn't really beat that expectation for me as a fan. Especially coming off of a, a, a of Ghostface and, and Raekwon and all these guys run, you know. Um, and to me, he's probably the be the, the better MC for, out of uh from Meth and all of them, you know. And he's the great starter upper, you know. So um, yeah, if you if you're putting together a list of like the best guest rappers of all time, Deck oh yeah, yeah, Deck without a doubt, without a doubt. I mean. How many quotable lines he has in, in classic songs, you know? Um, is 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 he? He's one of those guys. But as yeah. far as albums go, it's like he didn't really reach his mark of expectation compared to the other members, you know. Um, but there's a lot of guys like that outside of just him, you know. Um, yep. But yeah, it's important to think about. I'm with you. Uh, Blue, what are you listening to? Recommendations for the people. Yo, right now I've been going back to Britney Spears. Uh <laughs> <laughs> oops, you did it again. Yeah. <laughs> um shit, right now, let me see. Uh yo, besides I, I listen to us most of the time. Like I'll I'll tap into albums. I'll off the top of the head right now, I could tell you probably like, oh, you know what's a fire one? My homie Blas 89. Um walk on water. He did. Yeah, uh, Doofus produced the album. Um, the album. I love Doof. I love Doof. Yeah, yeah, that's actually a really dope album. Um, I gotta get back into that. I gotta get. I didn't. I didn't yeah. fully pay attention to that one, and I love Doof. Yeah. So I gotta get that. Yeah. That's what. I, uh, yeah. What was I listening to, man? Uh, I was listening to uh to Frank the Fly Anakin. That's actually a really dope album. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. I be going back to old shit. I ain't gonna hold you. Like just, just to tap in. You know what I mean? Like, I yeah. But right now, those are the top two right now. I can think of the air right now because I listen to mostly us, man. That's why you know what I'm saying we got so much catalog and stuff. I just love getting lost and going crazy. You know? Again, I tap into people, but it's always me. <laughs> yeah. 
I'm gonna. I'll also pitch a Bill Evans moonbeams for the people. Uh, get into the Bill Evans moonbeams. I'm gonna download that right now. I think it's a six record. Uh, but yeah, I've been I've been checking. So, uh, Rand, you got you got anything you're bumping? Uh, Mickey Diamonds. Uh, No liquor before twelve. No liquor before twelve. I gotta really listen to the whole album, but I've been I've been a fan of Mickey for a little for a little while. So. Yeah, that album is crazy. I love it, that album. Yeah, I heard a couple. I heard a couple of songs. I gotta really listen to it, but I, I guess in general, or what he's been putting out, I've been I've been tapped into his stuff. Um, well, so um, I'm going through the time. I'm actually going through my thing right now. Um, yeah, it's, it's my phone. I'm on my phone. I was gonna do that too. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I just I just seen that uh, I'm actually excited to listen to uh Danger Mouse and Black Dork. She called. Ooh, that's coming. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah, Two days, just, yeah. yeah, they already dropped another single and all the singles that they've been dropping has been Monster. crazy. Um what else? What else? Um uh the West Side Gun album. Um I, I feel like uh, I've been tapped into it, but I feel like it could have been better. Um, yeah. But I always, but the thing that the 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 thing with Westside is that he always creates this thing that makes me want to go back to it. Um, so from the production standpoint, because most of the time it won't even be about the lyrics for me when it comes to his albums. It'd be about the production. Like, let me go back and listen to this production here and hear some weird, crazy shit. Um, so um, the Westside album I've been listening to, the most recent one, um, Kendrick, the Kendrick album I've been listening to it a lot. Uh. Well, Frank, uh, Fly Anakin, I've been listening to. Love it. Uh, other than that, uh, I got to really listen to the Joey Badass. I heard a couple of songs that was pretty cool, but I got to really listen to it to be like, I like it. Yeah, I haven't yeah. been yet. But I'm yeah. a, I'm a Joey Badass fan, like I, you know, I was, you know. But, yeah. <laughs> um, other, other than that, uh, and then pretty much all the new stuff that we did that's not even out. Because the old stuff, I'm already, I'm already... Mm-hmm. Been there, done that. It's more of the new stuff. Anything new that we do, um, yeah. And um, the Donald Genesis and Evidence album, I've been liking a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a group. That's a good one. The um, the other question: When are we gonna get Spanish Rand T-shirts with this art on it? Ooh, it'll be the more more the church shirts. It'll be all church shirts. Yeah, uh, church, yeah. Yeah, all the church shirts, yeah. Um, but yeah, I sh- sooner than you think, you know. Very Spanishred.com. Yeah, 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 you gotta put the link in the bite, put the link in the bottom of the of the of the video. There you go, right there. Right. <laughs> it's it right, right here. Right here. <laughs> comments, <laughs> comments, subscribe, like, all that. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, okay, yeah, what do you love? What are you bumping? What do you what do you listen to? Uh, I mean, I I've gone nothing really new of recent, but I I've, I've been going to Ketronada, Ketronada. I don't know if I'm pronouncing his name right. Ketronada, ninety nine point nine percent. I've been listening to that album a lot. So mm. okay. I had a very fu- I had a very funny rant, Kay, at the end. Like there was a we watched the Umbrella Academy on Netflix, watched the ending episode, and they like ended it with like a kind of a, with a soul song from a an obscure new soul band and i had this rant with my wife i was like you can't play 
an obscure soul band at the end of your shit and run it not have be some shit I already own and bump in the car. I this is my shit. <laughs> you found okay. the heavy. I fuck with the heavy already. I'm I am I'm ahead of your music coordinator. I'm, <laughs> I'm all yeah. I'm hunting, hunting this shit. So uh, you know, she she tunes me out, but it was fun. Uh, so yeah, I would say thank you for being here. I feel this has been something that's that like we've wanted to do for a long time. So mm -hmm. uh, I appreciate it, man. I I understand you. So you know what I mean. It makes it a lot easier, of course, man. You know what I'm saying when we do this. So appreciate y'all. I actually you know. wrote an article that was that said like mus that musicians should have like subscription services. Mm. And that, like I use SpanishRand.com as an example. Mm. I was like, if Spanish Rand wanted me to pay seven dollars a month, like for what he's doing. Oh, like a Patreon. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So it was it was it was an interesting thing to think about, but yeah. Um, oh, he definitely yeah. throwed it on the air, Rand. <laughs> Build the brand. The brand is strong. You know what I mean? The oh, brand oh, is oh, strong. And that's definitely what we're talking Building the brand. You know what I mean? Definitely that's yeah. why church, the church. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Church. Yep. Or church. Yeah. church out, people.